Welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I've got a lot of articles for you guys today. I hope you all are having a blessed day today. It's interesting. Steve came to my office just a little bit ago, and I'm in Central Florida where we're at, it's been overcast and rainy pretty much since I got up about 7 o'clock. It's just been nasty outside. Just that, that drizzle won't rain, but just wants to sit there and just be like, just spooge in the sky, just like dripping everywhere. Disgusting. And Steve came in here. He said, you know what's funny, Austin? He goes, when I got up real early over in Tampa, because he's on the West Coast, like right by the water, he said it was clear blue skies almost as far as you could see. He said, but... The planes were out literally nonstop unison tic-tac-toeing the entire state of Florida. He said, when I got up, I could I was watching them literally just buzzing back and forth the whole coastline. Chemtrails back and forth, back and forth. Go down all the way one side of Florida, turn around all the way, come back. Go back one side, go all the way back. Another one comes out, another one comes back in. Tic-tac-toe grid. And I uh, said, so he goes, what's interesting, he goes, by the time I got on I-4 and got into central Florida, the weather was like it is here now, and it's completely nasty all day now. And they're saying that it's supposed to be overcast all day. He said, but it's ironic. When you get out on the coast, it's clear blue skies, light sea breeze, beautiful weather. But as soon as you get into central Florida, it's complete and total overcast. I said, well, I said, this chemical weather warfare that they've been pushing on the United States for pretty much the last about 25 to 30 years now, I said, it's probably going to ramp up again. I said, whatever they're planning on doing again, whether or not they're trying to bring in hurricanes, whether or not they're trying to drought out the West Coast and the central United States again, whatever they're planning on doing, they're going to start doing it because you can feel a storm coming. And I don't mean just literally, I mean figuratively as well. They're saying now that a vast majority of individuals, if they don't extend the eviction ban in January, they're looking at roughly four to five million households that are basically more than likely going to be filing, going to get eviction notices filed on them. And everything that's starting to basically culminate is showing us what's really happening. That's why I've encouraged everybody, stay positive right now. Get the truth out there. Stand your ground and continue to wake as many people up as possible and keep your immune system strong and keep your body healthy. My One of my other buddies that's been working out with me now, he's, he was just ranting last night about how much better he feels. He goes, man, it's crazy. He goes, you know, I, I took years off, years off. I got out of shape. He goes, I've been training again. He goes, I feel so much better. And he had run out of the muscle blast. So he's supposed to come grab another can of it today, and he didn't have it yesterday. And he said, man... He said, it's crazy how effective that product is. He goes, it doesn't give me like a, like a caffeine-stimulated buzz. He said, but I have so much more muscle endurance and stamina while we're training. I said, yeah, I know. I said, now you know why I drink it all the time. He said, yeah. He goes, I haven't had it you know, for a day now, and now I'm feeling it. I said, well, so come back and get it. But I just want to encourage everybody, continue to keep up the good fight and stay positive right now because we are making a difference. A lot of people are starting to wake up. Social media, alternative media, everything is starting to kick up right now. And as I told you before, it doesn't really matter who's president anymore. If it is to be, it's up to us as the American populace. It's on us now. We don't have the opportunity or the luxury to sit back and wait for a president to so-called save us. It's 
our time now to stand up and make our voice heard, and if we want to consent or if we don't want to consent on certain topics. So thank you again for the support. Keep up the good work. Thank you for the emails. I'm seeing a lot of positive stuff going out, even on the ST Brower. We're getting a lot of positive feedback on that. Continue to keep up the fight. We're with you in it. And how are you doing this morning, Dad? Oh, awesome. I'm doing absolutely wonderful because, you know, this is the day the Lord hath made and I will rejoice and I will always be glad in it because the one thing I've learned and I've learned this from Zig Ziglar many, many years ago. He said this one time in one of his seminars he did and he said, you know, the only thing I can really control is my attitude. He goes, I can have a good attitude or I can have a bad attitude. He said, I can't help it if the traffic is bad on the highway. If I get stopped in traffic, I can't help it if there's a storm, but I can help my attitude. And that's why I always try to tell folks, this is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice, and I will be glad in it. It doesn't make any difference whether we have chemtrail spooge or the Electoral College, you know, decides to put, you know, Bob Biden in the office last night, and now Donald Trump is scrambling, trying to figure out another way to fix this, and Attorney General Barr has now been terminated, which he should never have been hired to start with. You know, Trump put the worst people in the best positions of any president we've ever had his CFR appointments, his career swamp creatures that he put in into all these different places, including his attorney generals, what a mess he was. He said, well, it wasn't his fault because he was getting bad advice. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I told you the other day, Roger Stone talked to him before he went into office and warned him about putting CFR members into positions of power. Donald Trump put more CFR members in, more Goldman Sachs people in, more... Federal Reserve banky flunkies, more Rothschild banky flunkies than any other president in recorded history that I could find. So what did you think was going to happen? And the irony of all of this is the media, which is also Rothschild controlled, attacked Donald Trump the entire four years he was in. Now let me share this with you again. There was a reason for that. They wanted to create a parody, a cartoon caricature out of Donald Trump being a nationalist. They wanted to make Donald Trump a buffoon in the White House. They turned him loose on Twitter. He said all kinds of unbelievably stupid stuff on Twitter all of the time. Wouldn't get rid of the bad people. Put more bad people in. and Just made his administration a complete and total mess. And so now we, the people of the United States that are patriots, we, the people of the United States that basically are nationalists and that we want this country basically to be what it was when we were young, you know, we're being ridiculed more and more and more because of the association of the press between us and Donald Trump to the point now they want to put hit lists out on Donald Trump supporters. They want to basically take all the white people and send them to re-education camps they want all the old white people that put Trump in the power to die or to go away. And the caricature gets more and more and more extreme as more and more communists get into power in Congress and in the Senate. And all of these dual citizens come in who are almost all Democrats, who are almost all communists, come into the United States Congress and Senate and further push us to the left. The witch, the Sabbatean Kabbalist witch Ivanka Trump now is saying that she wants to run for a Senate seat in Florida. I mean, Rick Scott's a Republican, and Rubio's a Republican, and she wants to take one of the Republicans out. I mean, you know, why doesn't she go to a state that has, like, Democratic senators? You know, she's a Democrat, was a lifelong Democrat, believes in abortion, practices Kabbalah, witch, the whole bit. I mean, why does she go to a Democratic state 
and basically get a quote unquote Republican senator. But she's not really Republican anyhow, is she guys? She's a Republican in name only. She's a hardcore Kabbalist. And see, this is the problem that we have. This show and a few other shows talk about this stuff. And I mention this on an ongoing basis because I have so many new listeners tuning in every single day to hear the Ted Dawson Brower show. That you guys are going to hear stuff on this show that you don't really hear anywhere else because we're not going to play the little you know game with you guys. Uh, yesterday I was speaking with Karen, you know, because I was so frustrated yesterday when we have all of these alternative news sites start putting up this stuff how we're going to have six days of darkness and. In December, from the 16th to the 22nd, it's a complete and total lie, and you know, and the Earth is going to freeze, and it's all, it's all garbage stuff. It's not even real, and and I and I got so frustrated, and Karen said, "Well, Ted, you know, it's all about fear porn, and it's all about basically scaring people," and she started saying that there's so many people out there in alt media that are compromised, and she's right, and I see it all of the time, and then we started talking about the positive things about God, about how now we're not supposed to fear. And I, and I looked up the scriptures for you today because I want to give you these because this is so important that I want to cover this with you. God says in Isaiah 41.10, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and I will help you and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Psalms 56.3, David said it this way, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. In Joshua, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua 1.9, Philippians 4.6-7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, listen to this, friends, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Isaiah 41.13 For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, you do not fear, I will help you. 1 John 4.18 And Dawson talked about this the other day. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. 1 Peter 5.17 says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Second Timothy one seven. For the Spirit of God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self discipline. You know, and it goes on and on. There's hundreds and hundreds of verses that talk about not being scared, not being afraid. And I posted these on our website. There you go. There's some news for everybody that's positive. I posted this on our website so you can see it and see there's so many words that I could give you this morning about this Luke 1 30-31 I love this one but the angel said to her do not be afraid Mary you have found favor with God you will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus guys when Christ is with you it doesn't matter who is against you it doesn't make any difference because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. It's so important to understand that. In Philippians 4.8, it says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be of any virtue, 
And if there be any praise, think on these things. Guys, think about it for a second. You're alive. You're not dead. There's a news flash. You know, we have children who love us. You know, we have jobs. We have careers. We have food on the table. We actually ate breakfast this morning. You know, we have the ability to buy vitamins, you know, from health masters. We have the ability to continue to read scriptures. We have the ability to walk in peace if we choose to do that. The Bible tells us to think of the good things, not the negative stuff. Why? Because the fear is the mind killer. It's the spirit killer. You can't allow yourself to walk in fear because it'll paralyze you guys. I'm going to say this, and I said this yesterday. I'm going to say it again today. It doesn't matter who's in the White House as far as your salvation is concerned. That makes no difference. And it doesn't matter who's in the White House because they're not going to audit the Fed. They're not going to get rid of the Federal Reserve Bank in the United States. They're not going to take us out of Syria or Afghanistan or out of the other hundred countries that we're in. They're not going to stop allowing the CIA to protect the Taliban and the people in Afghanistan on their thousand square miles of poppy production, bringing in $1.5 trillion worth of heroin every single year underneath Donald Trump, underneath Obama, underneath Bush. It doesn't make any difference. These are the planetary rulers, the guys that sling the dope, the guys who have the Kabbalah tree, who have the snake in a tree, the guys who just turned in the show today. You're thinking, what's he talking about, a snake in a tree? There's a book called The Zohar, and it basically is the fundamental root work of Kabbalah and all of the satanic religions. And they believe in this Zohar, that the universe is a giant tree and there's a big snake coiled up in it. His name's Einsof, and they worship this snake. You think, you got to be kidding me, Ted. I wish I was. <laughs> I really wish I was. They really believe this nonsense, okay? And the problem is they run the Federal Reserve, and they run the media, and they run all of it. But guys, here's the thing. Look at the Bible. Look at the chapter in Isaiah chapter 14. Now, Isaiah 14 is a really, 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 really good Bible study to look at. You know, you know the Bible says the Bible says the, how the oppressor has come to an end, how his fury has ended. The Lord has broken the rod of the wicked, the scepter of the rulers, which had anger struck down peoples. I mean, they completely destroyed civilizations and people like they do all over the world with unceasing blows and in fury subsided nations. And basically, what ends up happening is the kings are all in hell. If you read this all the way through, and then and basically all of a sudden. You know, Lucifer shows up, and he's, you know, he's also in chains, and he's, he shows up in hell. And they look at him, and they said, because they're shocked, they said, you have also become weak as we are, and you have become like us, and all of your pomp has been brought down to the grave along with the noise of your harps. Maggots are spread beneath you, and worms cover you. How you have fallen from heaven, morning star, son of dawn. You've been cast down to earth. You once laid low the nations, and you said in your heart, I will ascend in the heavens, and I will raise my throne above the stars of God and I will sit enthroned on the Mount of Assembly on the utmost heights of Mount Zappon I will ascend above the tops of the clouds and I will make myself like the Most High but you are brought down to the realm of the dead and the depths of the pit guys so they're looking at him and they're going what the heck just happened you told us that you know you were going to help us get all the stuff happening to us on this planet and take control of everything and now you're in the pit that's the end of these guys that's what's going to happen to them, guys. So 
don't be dismayed when you see these things happening. This battle was fought 2,020 years ago on Calvary, and it is finished. Jesus Christ won this when he shed his blood for you. So don't be dismayed. Don't be discouraged. Don't allow this to affect you in any negative way whatsoever. Always remember, this is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice, and I will be glad in it. Now think about this for a second. Jesus is standing before Pilate. This is John 18, 36, verse 35. And Jesus says, Am I a Jew? Pilate replied. Your own people and chief priests handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered. Now listen. Listen to this. My kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jews. But now my kingdom is not of this realm. He's telling you he's not around. He's not from here, okay? Then you are a king, Pilate said. You say that I am a king, Jesus answered. For this reason I was born and have come into the world to testify to the truth. And everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. And we need to understand what Jesus means by this. He wants us all to realize that as long as we're in him, we're protected. It's so important that we all get that. Here's another one. I love this one, too. This is one of my favorite verses in the Bible. Matthew 26, 53, starting with 52. Put your sword back in its place, Jesus said to him, for all who draw the sword will die by the sword. Are you not aware that I can call on my Father? He's talking about the great I Am. And he will at once put at my disposal more than 12 legions of angels. That's 72,000 angels, guys. Instantaneous if you had called on God. But how then would the scriptures be fulfilled that say it must happen this way? It was basically prophesied that this is what was going to happen. God told us what would happen that Jesus would come and he would reconcile us, he would redeem us by his offering on the cross, that his blood would continually cleanse us, it tells us in the book of Hebrews. And this is what we've talked about so much on this show. 72,000 angels could have come to him in the Garden of Gethsemane and stopped it. All he had to do was say, let, him, let it be done. That's the kind of power that he has. Now, so many people say, and I've said this to you guys so many times, the Christians are not of this world. We're basically passing through yeah, exactly what does this mean? What, this phrase comes from John eighteen thirty six, And Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. And my, if my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I might not be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom is not of this world. You know, and we need to understand that we, Christians, you know, are not of this world. Philippians 3.20 says, But our citizenship is in heaven. And from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. But we also remember, James tells us, Let, Yet you do not know that tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are but a mist and a vapor, for appears for a little time and then vanishes. Guys, this little bit of time we spend on this planet is meaningless compared to eternity. If you spend 80 years or 100 years on this planet, and you're pretty good mentally or acute or whatever, but you spend a million years in heaven, it's insignificant. It's absolutely insignificant that you were here for a hundred years. So we need to understand that. In First Peter five ten it says, "After and after you have suffered a little, 
while the God of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ with himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. It's telling us that don't worry about what happens down here. That we're going to be taken up to heaven as Christians. We're never going to die. We're going to leave here and go directly to heaven. You know, we're not going to have to pass go. We're not going to collect $200. We're going to go directly to heaven. We're not, we're not going to go to purgatory. It's not, none of that's going to happen. We're going directly to heaven. So all of these things that are happening in the world, basically, you know, we need to be aware of them. And we need to do the best we possibly can to try to fix it. But don't let it debate, disable you. John seventeen fourteen says, I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Now, I'm going to say that again. He's talking about us, Christians. Jesus said, I've given you, that's me and you, Christians, the word of the great I am. And the world, basically the satanic group that runs the world, has hated them because they are not of the world, because we are just as I am not of the world. He's telling us right there that we're not of the world. First Peter 1 through 1, 6 through 9. It's very clear too. It says, In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you've been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold, that perishes through it, is tested by fire, may it be found, result in praise and glory and honor. In other words, all of the stuff that we're doing on this planet is basically allowing us to grow and to develop and to become something else and become more and more like Christ. Titus 3.7 says, so that being justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to his hope and glory. Titus 2.13 says, Waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of the great God and Savior Jesus Christ. And Romans 5.5 says, And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us all. Guys, listen to me. We have no reason to be scared. We have no reason to be upset. We have no reason to look at websites that are all fear porn. We don't. Don't do that. Don't be watching and looking at websites that are telling you how earthquakes are going to come and how meteorites are going to be hitting the planet and how the whole place is going to be consumed by fire. What difference does it make if we have a giant asteroid that hits this planet, we're all wiped out in 30 milliseconds, what in the world good did it do worrying about it for 20 years? Honestly, be honest with you. Think about that for a second. If our end goal is to be in heaven with God and the asteroid gets us there a little bit quicker, oh well, worrying about it wasn't going to change it anyhow. So don't allow the fear porn alternative news site websites to do this. Hey guys, don't allow yourself to pray imprecatory prayers against other Christians. Don't do that. That's when you curse them in Jesus' name. Don't do that. That is not of God. There is no love in that. Pray that God exposes them. Pray that the Holy Spirit convicts them. Pray that they stop doing what they're doing. But don't try to curse them in Jesus' name. Don't pray imprecatory prayer and say, well, they did it in the Psalms. Well, when they did it in the Psalms, we were under the Old Covenant when David did it. We're not under the Old Covenant anymore. We're under grace. We're under the love of Jesus Christ. Perfect love casts out fear, guys. And we can't allow ourselves to get into a situation where we're mad and angry all the time. Now, I'm going to say something else. Does that mean that we should be careful when we do things to other people? Yeah. And what does that mean? If someone comes to your house and he's hungry and you've got some food to feed him, you can always try to feed him. Now, if they come to your house and rob, kill, steal, and destroy, as far as I'm concerned, you need to pick up your weapon and you need to tell them to leave. If they're not going to leave, you're probably going to have to defend yourself. 
period. That's just how I look at it. But we need to try to walk in love to the best of our ability. Why? Because, guys, if we're to reestablish the United States as a country after this mess is over with, which is a real high probability that we're losing our country right now because of the election basically was stolen. Now we know we live in a banana republic. And if you look at what's going on with the stock market, it's almost mirroring exactly, exactly what happened with the Weimar Republic. In fact, I sent Sharon several slide shots yesterday for her to post on the ST Brewer Instagram account to show you how we're paralleling the Weimar Republic as far as stock prices. They're doing to us what they did to Germany. They're doing it more slowly because we're the world reserve currency. The international Kabbalist, Luciferian banker cartels, along with the international mafiosa groups from all these different countries run the planet. We're not of this planet, guys. That's why they can't understand what we believe. That's why we can't understand how why they act the way they do. But guys, it's okay. It doesn't make any difference. If you sit around and worry about it, you're not going to change what they're going to do. It's like saying... I believe that so-and-so is going to accept Jesus Christ. Well, you can believe it, but you can't force it because everybody has their own freedom of will, freedom of expression. It's like believing for a child to get saved. You can believe it and you can hope for it, but you can't force it. Guys, the only thing we can do from this country is what I told you the other day. It ain't going to get fixed from the top down. It's not. The top is completely and totally systemically corrupt. I said this to you years ago when Barack Obama was still president. I said, if Hillary Clinton goes down and she's convicted and she goes to prison, she's taking half of the Congress, half of the Senate, probably half of the judiciary in Washington in that area with her. People thought, oh, that wouldn't happen, that wouldn't happen. That's a hyperbole. No, it's not a hyperbole. It's that corrupt. It's systemically corrupt. And we can't fix it from the top down because the guys at the top are systemically corrupt. Donald Trump was paid off by Wilbur Ross with Rothschild, Inc. in 1989. Donald Trump's daughter is a Kabbalist. She's a witch. His chief advisor in the White House is a Kabbalist. I mean, he's probably a warlock. Who knows what the heck he is? Jared Kushner, maybe the Antichrist for all we know. He had let... Those, and he's let those people stay in the White House with him for four years. If he had any discernment and he was being led by the things of God, he would not have done that. And then we get all these different people with all these different prophecies and all these different dreams. They've got their five minutes of fame by saying, well, here's what's going to happen and here's what's going to go on. And, and then you have all the cute people coming up with more and more and more fantasy, which is what it is, fantasy. We have 10,000 people going to be indicted for all these crimes. Donald Trump's playing three-dimensional chess. Guess what? He's playing three-dimensional chess on his way out of the office is what he's doing right now. And now all of a sudden, well, no, we don't have 10,000. We've got 50,000. No, it's 100,000. No, it's 175,000. The lies get bigger and bigger and bigger to sustain themselves. That's where we are. The systemic corruption at the top of this pyramid is so bad. There's a reason that if you look on the back of our dollar bill, there's a pyramid. And the top of the pyramid is an all-seeing eye which basically symbolizes the ancient Egyptian religions, the Eye of Horus, you know, basically the Osiris. It also symbolizes Eidsaf. These are the guys who run the planet. They put their stamp on the dollar bill, for heaven's sakes. They run the world. They run the United States of America. They run Washington. They run the Senate with their 60, 70 dual citizens they've got up there in the Senate. The White House can't get any accurate numbers anymore. It's almost impossible to find out which Republican senators are dual citizens. Pretty easy to find the Democratic ones. 
But these people control our country. They pass bills. They, they override vetoes. They do anything they want to do with the percentage of majorities they have. And the majority of these guys are communists. And they're all about taking over the United States. So don't allow this to mess with your head. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So what happens? And you know, Karen said this yesterday. I was talking to her. She goes, well, they take me to a FEMA camp. I'm going to preach Jesus at the camp, and I'll get people saved at the camp. And I thought, that's true. That's true. Guys, if we have hope and glory, and we know that we're not from here, which I just gave you the scriptures proving that to you, then what difference does it make if we check out a little bit early? What difference does it make? And the thing about it is, if we can go out with our boots on, bringing honor and glory to God, and praising the Most High, the Great I Am, and His Son, Jesus Christ, what better end would we have anyhow? Honestly, think about that for a second. You want to die in a nursing home? You know, senile? Having to have your diaper changed every day? It's not something I'm looking forward to. I have no intentions on doing that. You know, let's have a, if we're going to go out, let's have a good death. Let's go out with the boots on. That's how I look at all of this stuff, guys, because we're only here for a little while anyhow. And the reality is, if this physical body dies, if that's the death we encounter, the spiritual man that's within us has been born again, and saved, it goes on to live with God forever and ever and ever. We don't die. We need to understand that once you're born again. You never die. And so there is hope in glory. There is hope in Jesus. So don't allow the fear porn websites with their imprecatory prayers trying to damage Christianity, the love that we have for one another, to affect you. Stay away from that stuff. In fact, don't even go to those websites. Just ignore them. Stay away from them. I appreciate you guys. I love you. And I want to cover those scriptures with you today. Austin, what do you think, buddy? And what's your next story? Absolutely, bud. Well, also, too, in other news, with everything that we're continually watching right now, and this is why, you know, me as a father, I've got multiple kids, so I don't have the, the luxury of sitting back and saying, you know, hey, I just hope, you know, everything lands out perfect and it's not a big deal. I'm going to continue to push and I'm going to continue to fight and I'm going to continue to wake as many people up as I can and Me too, we're going to get mad. We're going to get angry. We're going to do what we have to do because I'm not going to check out and say, hey, you know what? It wasn't a big deal. I just kind of said, hey, you know, it happened here in the United States. We just kind of let everything happen because eh, it was what it was. And there's a lot of people that have that mindset now. They're kind of like, well, you know what? It doesn't really matter anymore. Now, I do have to admit, what we've seen now with this election has been nothing short than a complete and total fiasco. The amount of evidence that's been brought forth during this election as far as this investigation, the video footage, everything that's come forth. And it's funny, I talked to my workout partner about this last night. We saw the video footage from Georgia where they literally had suitcases of ballots that they pulled out from under tables after they sent everybody home. They had eyewitness testimony. They had basically complete and total documented, sworn by oath, basically to tell the truth, under oath, in court, about what happened. And they go, well, you know what? If we're going to throw out some of these ballots, it still won't change the aspect of the election in that state. You know, Biden still would have won. If we throw out these 50,000 votes, it won't do anything. And I was laughing with my workout partner last night. I said, isn't it funny Whenever they want to push their agenda, it's always a double narrative with them. It's always two different sides. They always talk out of both sides of their mouth. I said, if you get caught 
in college, Colby. I said, if you're in college, right, and you get caught cheating on a test, and they find out that you cheated on a question on the test, I said, do they come in and they say, you know what, you cheated on this question, you cheated on the test, but we only see that you cheated on one question because that's the one we caught you on, so we're just going to mark that question. That's it. We're going to take that question off. You're not going to get points for it. But the rest of your test can be submitted. Because, you know, we didn't catch you cheating on every single question on the entire exam. We just busted you on this one question, which is generally what happens if somebody gets caught cheating on an exam. No, that doesn't happen at all. You go and you get either expelled and you get kicked out of the class, or you get a zero on the exam at the very least, and then that's it. It's done. You got caught cheating. You get a zero on it. And if you're lucky, you don't get expelled, you don't get dropped from the class. So why is it that they find them stealing ballots, bringing in ballots in suitcases completely against protocol, and they go, well, it doesn't doesn't matter because even if we throw out those ballots, it wouldn't change the election. Obviously, there was gross systemic fraud. Obviously, it's very clear-cut. Obviously, this was something that was done very strategically all across the country with numerous, numerous groups involved, including the entire mainstream media being complicit in it. And now we're watching the theft of a republic right in front of us. And like I said before, Trump and the people he put in, it wouldn't change much of anything. I don't like being stolen from. I actually loathe it. I can't stand it when people steal from me, especially when they don't even have the audacity or the, the stunt, the the, basically the guts to come in and say, hey, you know what, yeah, I, I, I robbed you. I know I did. Get over it. You want to do something about it? Well, yeah, I do. But to sit there and bold-face keep lying to you after you watch them steal it from you is one of the most atrocious things you can ever have done to you. And that's what we're having done to us. And it's so many people are kind of like, oh, well, you know what, it is what it is. We're just going to deal with it. I'm telling you right now, we're not going to deal with it. The next couple of weeks are about to get intense. I can tell you that right now. There's a lot of people that I know, a lot of people that I'm around that absolutely are not okay with what's happening right now. And that's why I continue to tell everybody, and it sounds a bit ominous, but I'm being very direct with you. Everybody needs to get prepped for what's about to happen in the next four to five weeks. It's going to get really, really, really intense. And on top of that, I'm sure they're going to keep pushing the narrative. Remember a couple weeks ago we saw that Australia came out and said there's a far deadlier strain of COVID that's been discovered. Now yesterday, if you saw, the U.K. now is warning of a highly infectious new COVID strain discovered in southern England. They said the U.K. Health Secretary Matthew Hancock revealed on Monday during an update before Parliament that new evidence of a new strain of a virus is spreading more effectively than earlier known strains. Now, it's funny about this. If you look at virology and you look at aspects of viruses, rarely do you see a virus continue to mutate and replicate in a more aggressive manner out in the wild long term. It generally goes down. Most viruses don't continue to build on themselves and build on themselves and build on themselves when they're out. That is one of the reasons why whatever they had in China, they sent over here, was not nearly as effective as they wanted it to be, so they had to keep pushing the narrative and telling the lie. Because what's happened is when you start having numerous groups of people, different races of people, different geographically isolated areas of people getting exposed to certain viruses, people build an immunity to them in most cases. The human body is extremely resilient. 
God Almighty gave us an immune system for a very specific reason. That's why they had to come out with a PCR test. And I explained that to you guys yesterday with what happened with that doctor that came out with it and basically got the research study published the day after they came out with it, Dr. Christian Drosten. That whole thing with a PCR test was a scam. And to make matters even worse... If you guys saw in Australia on Friday, this one was a joke. This this was it made me laugh at first, but then I went, "Wow, how much are we being lied to?" Michael Schnittels, a member of Austria's National Council, railed against the government screening process last Friday and other coronavirus measures while addressing his colleagues in Parliament. During his speech, he administered a brand new rapid PCR COVID-19 test on a brand new glass of Coca-Cola contents. So what he did was he poured out basically a glass of Coca-Cola. He poured it on basically the test. And of course, after a few minutes, the COVID test showed positive for COVID in the Coca-Cola. So you have two things here. (laughs) You either have Coca-Cola needs to recall every single bottle and can of Coca-Cola ever been distributed in the entire United States currently this year, or we have a PCR test that is unbelievably inaccurate. I go with the latter. Granted, I'm not a fan of Coca-Cola. I don't think you should drink it. It's an unbelievably horrific product to put inside of your body, but I don't believe every single bottle of Coca-Cola has been contaminated with COVID at all. This PCR test is designed to do one thing. It's designed to pick up any type of viral matter whatsoever. Not the amount, not the amount of viral exposure, any type of viral particle. Now, this is the same thing we we had happen in Africa, uh, what was it, four or five months ago. It was one of the leaders down there, I forgot what country it was. They came out and they tested a PCR test on papaya. And it tested positive for COVID. And it was funny because a couple alternative media sites, including ours, blasted the information out there. The rest of the world, silent, refused to even talk about it, would not even address it, said it was fake news, except it was very well documented. You can even watch the video on it when he was basically going off on this PCR test they did. So what we have now is we have a test that is a complete in total lie. He said it himself. He just said the test is worthless. He said it's a publicly funded COVID-19 test that is a massive redistribution of tax money in the direction of the pharmaceutical industry, claiming Austrians have been deprived of their basic rights, such as their civil liberties and right to freedom of expression during a health crisis based off a flawed test. And he's exactly right. And this is what Dad and I have been talking about for months and months and months. Dad broke this story back, I think it was like in June, June or July, when they first came out and everybody started looking at these tests and they found they are not accurate at all. Even even when they came out, they said they're 70% accurate, which, okay, that shows you right there. You basically are looking like a two-to-one spread. So, I mean, out of, you know, 10,000 people, 70,000 of 7,000 of them, are going to be accurate, 3,000 of them aren't going to be accurate. So that shows you right there the numbers are grossly flawed, even from the beginning. And they're using this test to try to force the populace into a state of fear and locking down and shutting down your business. I saw another interview with Ian up there in New Jersey. 
he was going off about it again. He's saying, you know, we got $1.1 million in pending fines right now. And he goes, we're not going to pay them. We absolutely are not going to pay them. He goes, we've already had multiple accounts they tried to freeze. He goes, we basically transferred assets out. We're not going to pay them. We're fighting them in court right now. And we are going to make an example of what happens with the tyrannical government. And I hope he's right. And so far, they've had a lot of resolve, and they have a lot of very, very wealthy conservatives up in New Jersey now backing him and also the group that he has basically started to help fund a lot of individuals all around the country that are opening up their business. Make no mind about it, my friends. This is a fight. This is a very aggressive fight. We're in the middle of a war right now, and it has not gone hot yet, thank God, and I hope it does not. I hope we can have a peaceful resolution to this. But we're in the middle of a full-blown war right now in the United States against the American populace via the COVID pandemic being used by the bankers and a lot of the compromised individuals in the U.S. government to take down the economy, to force the populace into submission, and to scare the populace into taking an RNA vaccine with who knows what in it. It's so volatile, you've got to keep it at negative 94 degrees Fahrenheit. Don't even know what that's honestly supposed to mean or have in it when it has to breach that level of cold. So this is where we're at right now. And so, again, this is why I encourage everybody, get the truth out there. Like Dad said earlier, don't be focusing on all this garbage fear porn people are trying to peddle out there. Don't The earthquakes, the meteors, all that stuff like he said. Dude, we get a meteor the size of Earth that hits Earth. Guess what? It's game over. Everybody gets their time card punched. It doesn't matter anymore. It's like it's Ice Age all over again. But quite frankly, I don't think God would ever allow that to happen because he already did that one time. He already flooded the earth. And I don't think we've even come close to reaching a point that we have in Genesis chapter 6 yet. I don't. The research that I've done with the book of Enoch and everything else that's gone into detailing what happened back then in Genesis... It was a very, very disturbing time back then. I mean, you had dinosaurs running around, for heaven's sakes, because the doggone Nephilim, the fallen angels, bred with reptiles. Excuse me, it says in Enoch, the Nephilim, the fallen angels, sinned against the reptiles and the birds of the air, and to quote it. So, I mean, whatever that means, you take out of it. There's a reason why there are 50-foot-tall T-Rexes running around eating people. I don't personally believe that God Almighty built a 50-foot-tall T-Rex to live in the Garden of Eden. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense, considering the footprint and the weight and size of that very animal pretty much trashes everything it steps on. You really can't have a whole lot of uh, everybody lives in peace and harmony with those types of animals running around. It doesn't happen, especially when they're complete and total carnivores. <laughs> the amount of food, the amount of food and meat that an animal like that has to consume is insane. I remember when I went down to Sarasota beginning of the year before all this stuff happened, I took the kids down there with Lana, and we went to the big cat rescue. And what it is is that they area they have, you know, bears, they have cats, they have, you know, tigers, lions. And they had an animal there that was called a liger. Okay? It's from India. If you guys have looked at it before, it's an interesting animal. It's basically when a lion and a tiger breed. Whoa. You get a whole lot of really wild genetics right there. And what you end up with, you end up with an unbelievably gigantic tiger is what it looks like with a monstrosity of a head. I mean, this animal is huge. And they had one there. They had one there. In cage. And, he, you know, he's got his main cage and then he's got another cage separating it. You know, a couple feet gap in between. And um, 
we're going in and you could pay like five dollars and you could feed him like a piece of meat through the fence and the kids fed him and I mean this this animal's huge he opens up his mouth to eat this piece of meat that we basically put to the cage and I mean I'm talking fangs that are like four inches long on this thing I mean scary this is a scary animal if you got in the wild with this and what happened was they started breeding so rapidly in India they had to have giant roving hunt parties to go out and try to exterminate these animals because they started eating everything including humans and livestock and I asked him I said you know I said this 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 liger is big this is a big animal he's just I mean he's, he's like a thousand pounds standing here it takes a lot of meat to maintain that much muscle and he goes yeah he goes on average depending on what our food is as far as what we get donated in he eats anywhere between 40 to 60 pounds of meat every single day I said 40 to 60 pounds of meat every day. He said, yeah, we have to feed him that much to maintain his weight. If we don't, he starts dropping weight rapidly. And I said, wow, that is an intense animal. You have to eat that much meat every single day. So you can imagine a reptile that's 50 feet tall, how much food he has to eat. Hence why God wiped out the entire planet. We're not there yet, in my opinion. We still have some redeeming value left in this country. And I think if the American populace starts repenting for what we've done, and we try to stand up for truth and righteousness and biblical laws, I personally think we can still have a redo on a lot of this stuff, and we can still continue to build a greater community for our children tomorrow and not allow this to go into this 2030 UN agenda. Because remember, everything that goes into this 2030 UN agenda is based off mainly one word. That's submission. You have to submit to a new world order. You have to go into it willingly. They can't force you to go into this. They can try to coerce you. They can try to fine you. They can try to push you. But they cannot physically do it without your consent. And that is why it is so important that everybody keep your businesses up right now. Keep your voice heard. Stand up and make sure you stay open right now. Keep getting the truth and information out. I mean, we got the Australian Parliament doing a COVID test on a bottle of brand new Coca-Cola and it tests positive for COVID. If that doesn't tell you this entire thing is based on one gigantic lie, and again, I'm not saying that there's not a virus out there. On contrary, there's viruses out there. They, they said, well, we get exposed to 50 to 70 viruses every single day of our lives. That's what our bodies are designed to do. That's why it's so idiotic to run around with a mask on. That's why so many people that are wearing masks are getting sick. Do you notice the people that aren't wearing masks are not getting tested? The people that are wearing masks are getting tested, and the numbers keep going up. Does anybody else find that remotely odd to you? The people that are allegedly running around with masks in a fear, terror state all the time, are the same ones that are going and getting tested repeatedly because they're so terrified. And the tests continue to build on themselves. The entire amount of positive cases, if you've noticed, have gone in conjunction. They're not saying X amount of recovered and we have X amount of positive now. They keep doing it in aggregate. That's why it keeps going up and up and up. We have a million cases. Oh, my gosh. What are we going to do? Another case, another case. They add them on top of each other. Idiotic. It's the dumbest thing you've ever seen. No, nobody has ever done this in any type of uh, disease or virus epidemic or pandemic. Nobody ever. This is idiotic. You always have recovered cases to figure out what your margin are. 
that is not being done because this is intentionally being used as a scare tactic to take down the American populace. So again, continue to speak the truth and stand up for what's going on. What's your next story, Dad? You know, Ron Paul said it kind of succinctly. He said, he said, this worries me much more than COVID. If you're concerned about the overreach of government and juicing asset prices to dangerous levels, picking economic winners and losers, and constraining our personal freedoms, you have a very good right to be. And this is what Ron Paul is saying right now. You know, I was his precinct captain here in Auburndale back in 2008 when he was running for the presidency of the United States. And, of course, he never received any time or speaking or anything else as far as just a few seconds here and there in the debates because every time he'd say something, he'd tell the truth. And this is where we have to be. If we're not willing to discuss who runs the planet, okay, if we're not willing to discuss the spiritual aspects of what's going on around us, we can never find a political solution because the problem's not political, it's spiritual. That's why I spent so much time today covering Scripture with you guys. These people who run the planet are systemically evil. They're horrible. These are the same guys, the same group of Sabbatean Kabbalists. They weren't called that back then. They were Druids, and they were the synagogue of Satan. They were also the children of the devil. Christ called them that in John. They're the ones who run the planet and have been doing so since the days of Noah, when he got off the flood with the ancient Canaanite religions. This is the same group, and we need to understand that. And if we don't point them out and shine a light on them, like Stanley Kubrick tried to do in the movie Eyes Wide Shut, and basically expose them for what they are, we're not going to fix this. The biggest problem we have in Washington is obfuscation. They always move things around and pretend like things aren't happening, and they always pretend like if they do this, it'll be okay. If they do this, it'll be okay. And they never, ever get to the root cause. You know, if you try to pull weeds up and you break off the weeds here in Florida, you don't pull them up by the roots, they come right back within a week. You're back to pulling weeds again. The problem is the weeds that we have that are sown into our government are systemic. They're absolutely, from the top to the middle level of government to the branches, everything has to be replaced. That's why I say we have to do it from a grassroots level up. We have to do it with our local city elections, county elections, state elections. That's where we have to start this. And then we have to get enough people in the Congress, new fresh people up there, to put in term limits and to start doing things and not allow these people to do what they do all the time and stop the never-ending money coming in from the Rothschild lobbying groups. That's what we have to do. Look at our Supreme Court, completely and totally compromised. Look at our federal court judges, probably 80% of them completely and totally compromised. And they've been systemic in doing this. You know, They were taught how to do this. J. Edgar Hoover pushed it through the FBI, and they continue to do it now for close to 100 years until the entire system is rotten to the core. And so that's why unless we point out the rot and point out the Federal Reserve Bank, how many times do you have hear people say on the alternative news, we've got to get rid of the Federal Reserve. We've got to audit the Fed. We've got to get rid of the Sabatain Kabbalist Frankists who control the media and the Frankfurt schools and all the things they've done to force this unbelievably in-debt slavery with student loans on all of our children. This is, a, this is servitude. This is the feudal system. That's what this is. This is absolute insanity what we've allowed to have happen. But everybody thinks, well, as long as I've got my special interest groups, as long as I'm getting my pork from my doggone Congress, from my senator, while they're sending money to its constituencies, we're good. we got to stop thinking like that. And we got to think about the benefit of the republic. Now they're talking of succession. Well, the southern states have signed in order to come back into the union. 
back, you know, in the 1800s after the Civil War, that they would never succeed again to stop the military from being in their countries, their states, and occupying them. And that's what happened after Lincoln. Lincoln was a nightmare. He's a communist. Good friends with Karl Marx. Wife was a dog. Lincoln's wife was a Satanist, guys. She had seances in the White House. She's a complete and total witch. And Lincoln was nuts, and he was a communist. So he's not some big herald president. He almost he he basically killed half the population of the southern states. That's what Lincoln did. He was horrible. So let's not pretend like he was some big savior of the United States. The states that left the federal government had a right to succeed because of what was going on. But Lincoln wouldn't have it. He decided to go ahead and say, you know, because he was a communist. You're going to give us what we want, and we're going to take your stuff. And he did. And he killed them. And this, this is the whole point of all of this stuff. So we have to get back to where we were in the beginning as a republic. And we have to have the rights of the people in front of the rights of the government. And we need to rotate these people in and out of Washington. What we have now is a mess. And we, I agree with Austin. We've got to stand up against this and we've got to fight. And we've got to be vocal. That's what we do on the show every day. We've got to be vocal. And we've got to say, no, it's not okay. No, we're not going to allow this to happen. No, we're going to do whatever it takes to fix this. We have to do that. But remember, guys, the people who run the United States through the United Nations, through the Rothschild banking cartel, they want a hot civil war because they will not honor the Treaty of Westphalia. They will not. They will send in Russian troops. They will send in Chinese troops. They will send in mercenary troops to subdue the masses of the United States because of all of our guns. That's what will happen if we go to a hot war. It won't be just the people in the United States fighting the people in the United States anymore. We'll be fighting trained special forces from other countries and mercenary soldiers. That's what's going to come in. So be aware of that. So Austin's right. Practice with your guns. Make sure you've got food stored up. Make sure you have water stored up. And make sure you're prepped. And make sure you're prayed up. Have the opportunity to pray for you guys again today. Please pray for us. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Thank you for your support. Stay stocked up on your vitamins. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Also, go ahead and finish up. Well, the good aspect of it is we also, in our populace, have some of the most elite special force fighting warriors that the world has ever seen, retired, active duty, and reserves that have basically gone all over the world, and they know how to train and fight had the privilege of training and knowing some of them as well and the united states will not stand for nothing we're going to fight if it goes down it goes down but we will not go quietly into the night there's roughly 600 million firearms in this country on an average of 25 trillion rounds of ammunition yes i said that 25 trillion rounds of ammunition this country is armed heavily and we have the firepower and the training and the populace to defend this country if we have to do so. I hope it doesn't come to that. I really don't. But again, that's where we're at right now. Also, too, in other news, I tell everybody to make sure you stay armed even at your home. Lacumbie, Louisiana, homeowner at his home with his daughter. Home invasion in the middle of the night. Four armed men. He lights all of them up. Two of them fatally shot them. However, his daughter was winged basically shot in the crossfire. She did make it through. She had a surgery. She's expected to have a full recovery. But the thing about it is, think what would have happened if he wouldn't have been armed and he would have had four armed men break into his house with him and his daughter there. How bad it would have turned out for both of them. That's why I always encourage you, 
stay armed and know how to defend yourself. Keep training. Even if you don't want to burn through ammo, do dry drills. Practice drawing from your concealed holster. Practice reloads with empty magazines. Those are certain things that you do, and you can do them enough to the point to where it becomes literally just habit. You don't even think about it. As soon as you go dry, you automatically reload. You get a jam, which you shouldn't get a jam because you should be running a Glock. I'm going to get flack for that one. <laughs> you already know what to do. It becomes instinctual. That's why they do it in the military. That's why they train those guys over and over and over and over and over again till nauseum because they want it to be instinctual. So again, thank you for the continued support of Health Masters. I really appreciate all the support and emails I've been getting from everybody. Thank you for following, sharing on ST Brower. We're getting a lot of feedback on there. We try to post stuff on there every single day as well to get that stuff on there on Instagram. Uh, we've gotten shadow banned a lot, but a lot of the information is still getting out. So we also have the free weekly newsletter you can sign up for. We have the 12 days of Christmas going on. Every day we have a different product that goes on sale with the 12 days coupon. So be sure to check that out on the website. Sign up for it at healthmasters.com. And also to be sure to go on there and vote for what you want to see win product of the week tomorrow. We also, we have, if you guys know, we have the product of the week that wins every single Wednesday. Currently, it's the Superfood Complete. But right now, the winner, it's anywhere between the Ultimate Multiple Chewable, the Probiotic, and the Joint Rebuilding. They're actually like neck and neck. So be sure to vote for which one you want to see win tomorrow at healthmasters.com. Thank you so much, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Stay frosty as always. I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.